from Washington, D.C., this is the Beyond the Dumbbells Show, your source of information and inspiration for living an audacious life. Audacious life. Hear interviews and social banter with special guests on Fitspiration and news from around the globe. Here are your hosts, fitness and lifestyle experts, Brian and Jenny Sweeney. Alright, so you're a human beatbox. I'm terrible at beatboxing. I was I tried when I was it was like a big sixth, seventh grade thing when I was trying to um break woo, da- break woo dance. the girls. Oh god no. It was when I was trying to break dance too. But I wasn't any good at break dancing. <laughs> um, I I'm not I never was either, but I was always convinced that I'd get the worm. That's probably what started all my back issues was me throwing myself down and trying to do that. Wasn't it called the worm? There's the worm, but mine was trying to spin on one hand. I don't know. I mean, we're, there's still time. No. I did have the refrigerator box, though, so that was good. You never know. All right. So today's going to be a drive-by. It's a shorty, uh, beyond the dumbbell shorty. And <laughs> if something is on my mind, I'm just now going to the microphone because uh, I can't keep lathering you up with this stuff. So right. I figured it, uh, if we get it out there, I like the feedback. And sometimes it helps me think through my process just to share what I'm struggling with. So... This is something that I'm struggling with. Um, this week's been a rough week. And this, with the way I'm designed and the way I'm built, um, and my influencers growing up and the generation I grew up in, um, I'm having a hard time just um, reconciling, you know, what's going on today. Right. Okay, so today we were calling it um, high drama. <laughs> <laughs> this can't be good. And is that what you said earlier? You yes. did. And the You're last like, thing, I, I never want this show... It's not self-help. This isn't no, therapy no, no, no. for me. This isn't. Uh, this is only meant to either educate or entertain. <laughs> okay, and lately it's been a whole lot of entertaining. So hopefully this will be somewhere in between. Um, and I know I talked about one of my previous bosses, and the one time he had looked at me, and it was it was a conversation about um, integrity. Mm-hmm. And integrity at the time, of course, I know what integrity is. I have integrity, but integrity, much like pieces of the Bible. It's not about what you do in public. Yes. It's about what you do when you're behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. Um, when nobody's watching you and the actions that you're doing, do you still have integrity? Absolutely. Um, are, are you still a person of high moral value? Right. That the actions you do are righteous and right. undisputed. And it, it appears more and more now, there are so many people that don't, one, they don't know what that word is. Mm-hmm. So integrity, honor, was there, was there something else I had said? Um, I think those were the two main ones. Integrity and honor. Yeah. And, and you've got your, your relationships. To be faithful to your partner um, is to have honor. And to have integrity so that your partner or person can, can believe and trust the words that you say mm-hmm. is integrity. Yep. Um, trust is thrown around. If trust is compromised, everything else falls apart. You can't have integrity and have trust. There's no honor without trust. I don't know if you can have anything without trust. Well, what I'm, so, but if you... You can't say, I believe that person has honor, but I just don't trust them. Oh, gosh, no. So they all are enveloped. So when the word I don't trust comes out anymore, mm-hmm. you're missing one of the core components Definitely. of trust. And core component of trust in, includes more than just integrity and honor. Exactly. But the character of man or woman that gets into those situations that your integrity is in question or your honor is in question. Right. Now, you've got the same characteristics that go into business. Mm-hmm. And we're not just talking like Enron. You know, honesty, integrity, things that you would assume that a, a place of commerce would have. Right. And commerce, is, it's nothing more than trading something you value 
for something you value more. Right. So exchanging money. If I give you a dollar, it's because I believe what you're going to give me is the equivalent or worth more than a dollar. Exactly. So in commerce, what, um, what we want to have transpire is that the service or the thing that you're giving is of, of enough value that the trade is equal. Right. And if you're a good uh, proprietor, mm-hmm. then you work to make sure that the person buying your product or service is getting what they want. Absolutely. Okay. Like I think the best thing in that situation is for somebody to say, do you believe they only charge this? Because they're so the value is so much more than what you actually paid them. That's that a home like, run. Wow. If, if I ever heard, anytime I've ever heard, so, so we're not cheap. Mm-hmm. And the way we structured our services is that we put these things in place so that people would say, I can't believe what I'm getting for right. this. And it's very difficult. If you put someone in their first car as a Cadillac and you put somebody into a Cadillac, they're going to be like, yeah, this is what a car is supposed to look like. Because mm-hmm. you've got nothing to compare it to. Right. So what would be the person that introduces the first car into Cadillac? Your, your standards are going to be screwed forever. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're never going to be able to drive a Prius. Did You had, <laughs> you know what? I knew where you were going with that. I wasn't. It just came to mind. Jenny drives a Prius. I knew what you were going to say. <laughs> but a Prius from a Cadillac is like... I can't believe what a great car this is. You know what? <laughs> but, You're on my list. But to go down. <laughs> so, yeah, you had mentioned it. And if, if somebody comes up and they say, I can't believe they're only charging this. Right. That's a, that's a, it's a shoo-in. I mean, mm-hmm. you're guaranteed going to get a repeat customer and you're going to get a good thing. Yes. But now what happens when the person sells that person the thing and it doesn't have the perceived value that the consumer thinks it does? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to sell you a dozen eggs, but when you get home, two eggs are missing. Right. You know, when you bought it, it was 98 cents. Like, what a deal. And you get home and you're missing two eggs. Like, this sucks. Yep. <laughs> okay, so what we try to do is to make sure anything we do and anything we touch has got all 12 eggs in the carton. Absolutely. Now, if you are the type of person that is encouraging a consumer provider, so you're, you're working with a business, and you're encouraging them to sell cartons of eggs missing three eggs. Yes. And then you're saying it's totally worth the value. Mm-hmm. You do a disservice to the proprietor and you do a disservice to anybody else that might be following you on that path. Yep. Because your your interests or your perceived value is different than somebody else's, but you're going to repackage it and put it in somebody's face as something else. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does make sense. Um, I like the, uh, the egg visualization, actually. I think that's very helpful. It, and you know what? Some people are in the market just for three eggs. Right. And they're going to places that only sell 12. Yeah. Okay, so if you want a three-egg service... Make sure you're going to a three egg place. Exactly. You know, don't walk into a twelve egg place and say, "What's your, you know, price I want your this, three eggs. I want the, I want a three egg price. <laughs> We're a twelve egg place, man. I, I don't know, what, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> don't go to the Corvette dealer when you're looking for a high performance, you know, Nissan. You know, you want to stay in the same ballpark when you're looking for things. Correct. Now, so there's consumer integrity and consumer honesty. Yep. Um, what did I say? I didn't say honesty. I said integrity and um, um oh lord, honor. Honor and integrity. Yes, okay. honor and integrity. Wow. I know it sounds funny when you say it. The, I think it sounds completely different, even though obviously it's the same two words. Okay, so <laughs> let's, let's go through some things that would be uncool. Okay, so from a person's standpoint, are you a liar? Yeah. Is that cool? Are you asking me? Yeah, this is just for the it? record. Okay. Is lying well, cool? Okay, I'm going to go All with right. my final answer. Which is hell no. Okay, so lying is not cool. Lying is not cool. Are there conditions where lying is okay? No. Okay, so let's say, let me paint this picture. Yes. Uh, somebody you love is dying. 
And they're like, am I going to make it? And you're like, absolutely. I mean, is that the point, to be honest? Oh. You're, you're going to be just fine. Is that the point? Or do you just go <laughs> true, blatant, honest and go, man, it doesn't look good. See, you would say it doesn't look good. <laughs> I would just pretend I couldn't talk. I, do, I would, yeah. So you would lie by omission. I would lie by not just even making not eye responding. contact. Exactly. Okay. So <laughs> lying is not cool. Lying is not cool. All right. So now when we get into um, loyalty. Yes. Okay. What does loyalty mean to you? So loyalty means... Oh. I think we might have touched on these in like episode We did. And two you know what's funny? I think I stumbled on that one too. So loyalty a- to me means... No matter what your circumstances, who you're with, where you are, whatever you say you love or whoever you love, you stay true to that thing. Okay. So is, is it always, is it, um, so the word loyalty, obviously it's an intangible thing, right? but it's something that's got an emotional perceived value. Exactly. Okay. So loyalty to a person makes sense. Yes. When it's a, when it's an emotional relationship, loyalty is very clear and cut. We, yes. we know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. What about loyalty to a brand? What does it take to be loyal to a brand? Is there such a thing? I think the, yeah. So I think you're, you can be loyal to a brand until not your perception changed, but until the product legit changes for the worse. So we'll say, um, oh gosh, the, the jeans that I have on. So we'll say that they are the jeans that I've bought my entire life, but then one day I go to buy them and I'm like, oh my gosh, wow, these have been, you know, 75 bucks, but now they're a hundred, but Hey, they're my favorite jeans. And I put them on and they've got a non-working zipper (laughs) and they're missing like, they're missing any piece that would actually hold those jeans up. So then when I go to the, I go to the, um, salesperson and I say, Hey, you know, this, these pair of jeans are all whacked out. And they're like, no, actually that's the way we sell them now. And I'm like, Oh, but I'm going to wear these jeans out and they're actually not going to stay up anymore. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be like, well, that's, you know, sorry. That's and just the way that it is. So your loyalty would change there. My loyalty would change because the product changed for the worse. The shift. Yes. And, and sometimes companies do this, you know, um, there's sometimes a break in target audience, target market. Um, yeah target income yes you know there, there might be a brand decides to align itself with some other demographic or avatar mm-hmm. and it doesn't align with a portion of the people that were following them before totally so brand loyalty can shift yep politics politics is brand um so you can kind of look at how the they, people can't even hold loyalty in there you know it, exactly. that's with the wind which that's actually a great example because when you're talking politics you know, aligning yourself with a party or aligning yourself with a politician, mm-hmm. it's good until something comes out that's bad about that person and you don't want to be the one that goes, oh, I never really supported them to begin with. Of so course. all of a sudden my allegiances and my loyalties change. Of course. And we see that in business as well. Mm-hmm. And you'll get to a point where um, perceived loyalty, whether there's an actual break, um, because if there's a campaign by a com- competing agency i'll use um i'll use uh click funnels okay. so i'll start with click funnels so click funnels is a marketing platform mm-hmm. and click funnels has competitors and part of click funnels's approach it's a great product um i'm very happy with it mm-hmm. but i kind of giggle and snicker at some of the things they say that kind of cuts down the other person of course you know they've got um what do they call salesforce oh um <laughs> 
Oh. Crap. I know. My, oh, it's it's uh, Infusionsoft. That's yes, what it was. Yes, yes, yes. So yes, they, they, yes. instead of Infusionsoft, they call it Confusionsoft. Confusion, yes. Now that, so what happens is that the people that love Infusionsoft, there's a campaign out there now to make the consumers that like Confusionsoft <laughs> say, or Infusionsoft, to say, <laughs> see, it's working, to say, you know what? It is confusing. Yes. And all of a sudden, that perceived value drops. Of course. They were happy yesterday. Yep. But all of a sudden, now somebody put it in their mindset and they go, you know what? Let me relook at this. Maybe I'm not on the winning team right now. Exactly. Maybe I'm not where I need to be. Yep. The product didn't change. No. It's the perceived, uh, um, the perception of the product changed. Because somebody pointed it somebody out pointed to something you. something out. Yeah. And, and this is capitalism. Yes. You know, this is business. <laughs> Ta-da! And um, when it comes to honor and integrity, we've never done it. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter what it is, we might pick... Uh, take pokes at a particular uh, discipline, but nobody is the root of it. So no. if we pick on keto, exactly, there's no target person. Never. Um, well, I don't know. Am I contradicting myself here? So when it when it comes down but, to no, so do you think that there is a difference between like um, kind of poking fun and and meaning it, but not really meaning it? And then saying something with the intent to cause harm or to ensure that sales go down. Like, do you think there's a difference or uh, no? Uh, so I'm, when I poke fun at keto mm-hmm. and I'm trying to illustrate the differences in my product and theirs. Yeah. I'm looking to attract people that don't work well with keto. Yes. So if there's a business and there's a consumer that's on the fence that doesn't like the product anyway, and all they take is that nudge to get over the pushed over the fence. Yep. I guess that's something else. Because if there's a bunch of people that use Infusionsoft and they're like, you know what, I hate this freaking product. I wish I didn't have to use it. And then somebody comes along and says, why are you still using Confusionsoft? We're so much better. And they go, yes. that's what I needed to hear. I absolutely I'm agree. Out. No, and I'd say that is completely both of us. Okay. That it's not going to be ever. Somebody says, I love this. And we're like, man, are you dumb? Why would you ever love that? It's <laughs> right. kind of like if somebody says... I've been doing this and we're like, you might want to change. And that does that come, that comes from education. And if you're, if you're a provider that actually cares about the person you're targeting, Mm -hmm. if all you're doing is a money grab and you're not really delivering on your promises, if you're going to say your product is better than Infusionsoft, (laughs) it better be heads and tails over what you're offering to bring someone over for a lateral move. You wasted their time. You wasted the the investment in both brands and you're, you're creating a disloyal, um, clientele exactly um because if all they're doing is chasing something that's slightly different if you're looking for one degree variables or variances everywhere you go mm-hmm. you're going to find a one percent in oranges you're going to find a one percent in different apples so to sit there and go i just need one percent to make me want to move um mm-hmm. that goes into the heart of do you have brand loyalty um do you have integrity with what you do now as a as a, as a consumer um what am i i keep saying consumer provider as a proprietor yes I want to make sure that when I look my clients in the face, they know that I'm righteous and that the way I do business has integrity. Exactly. But I also demand loyalty in exchange. Yeah. And that, which that, I think is fair trade. That's a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm wondering if that's where I said my upbringing and the things that have influenced me in life. When I buy into something, I either don't put both feet in. If I put both feet in, I'm in for life. Mm-hmm. And that's with everything I do. If there's something that's so shimmy shimmy that I'm like, 
yeah, I'm going to dip my toe in the water over there, but I'm just not feeling it. Right. Then I don't, I don't play. No, and we've don't. talked about the dabbling episode before. Exactly. Um, but if it's a product and I do my research and I get behind it, it's like, it's two feet in and I'm here till they kick me out or till I die. Exactly. Um, but when it comes to whether it's a, a group, an agency, um, a bike team, um, a, a softball team, if it's a sport, it would be like going out and playing with one team on Monday and saying, you know what, uh, that other team's got nicer bats than you guys. Right. I'm going to leave this team. Right. Because all good companies, they do have communities and you do become part of them. So yes. uh, the example here, I, it sounds really goofy. I'm using a marketing thing, but mm-hmm. there's, there's a brand. We call our gym people legionnaires. Mm-hmm. All right. And the idea is we want to create an identity. Right. And with that identity, we want people to feel a sense of belonging. Yes. Um, with a product, if the product is reaching people at that level, mm-hmm. they should also feel the connection. Yes. Okay. So what are your thoughts then? Brand loyalty over time, is it realistic? Um, or is something always going to change? I think that there's more often a shift than not. And I don't, I have no issue with people changing or growing or exploring new, we'll say in this instance, brands. Where I take a major issue with is for me to go to somebody who's very happy with something and for me to start putting things in their head like, this is so much better than, I can't believe you're still buying that. What's, why have you not come over? You're going to like this so much more. Like, and Some, something to, just popped to mind to target people who aren't looking for you to change their mind, but they have now heard it so much that it starts to put some questions in their mind because we're human. Um, obviously, we're getting close to personal here because obviously we've seen this in business. Oh yeah, um, it sucks. There's a friend of ours that's in realty, and he's a solid dude, good product, puts out a good thing, mm-hmm. but he's got these little um, leeches. You know, mm-hmm. these other competitive markets that mm-hmm. will go behind him and talk to his clients yes. and illustrate the ways that he's no good and that they're so much better behind this person's yes. back. And the same thing that we see in the fitness space, people it's will come behind and be like, you know what? I see that you're doing all so good over there, but let me show you why they suck and why I'm so yes. much better. And to use, if you put a for sale sign in the house, obviously... The realtor that put the sign in the front yard did the hard work by getting the listing up. Yeah. So to be that little bit of a troll that comes behind, one, the work's done for you. You already know they're selling. Yes. You already know they're on the market. Yes. All you got to do now is find their pain points. Yep. That, what, what's that realtor not delivering you? Yes. And let me make it better. Yep. So when you do that in business, you're a scab. You, you are a scab. <laughs> That's a perfect way to put it. Oh, I did. I did like a. You are a scab. You're scab. My spicy came out. You're a picked over scab. Picked is what over. you are. I just. It's one of those things that I am so proud of us to say that we've never done and been like, you know, we'll use business. Been like, we are. You know, they suck. They suck. They suck. They're terrible. They're horrible. We have always said to people, and you and I have talked about it too. We want to make an experience so amazing that they decide on their own that we're better. By f- there's no other there's no other answer we except this is such a clear defined answer. No, like we wouldn't arrange a meeting with people and be like, "Hey, you want to hang out?" and then use it as a sales pitch to steal them. High drama. I told you. High drama. Like never in a million <laughs> years. What you want is for somebody to say, 
oh my gosh, I saw one of your videos and you guys, you looked fun. Or I saw one of your videos and you guys are really intense. I feel like that's the piece I'm missing. The, okay. If, if you're a small business with integrity, what you're doing is pursuing new consumers mm -hmm. based on your, your moxie, your yes. mojo, your personality, mm -hmm. your culture, and your service and your product or yes. your product. And if you can continue to do those, one, anyone, all the scabs behind you are just picking over your leftovers. Yep. You know, have fun with my, with my leftovers, you know, yes. the, the lint. But when you are bringing in new, exciting, and your street has nothing but for sale signs in it because yep. you did the legwork and you did the hard work, you are a business warrior. Yes. You are a monster and you are defining a path for you and your family mm -hmm. that is going to be righteous and awesome. Yes. But the other, you know, tick hounds that are going out there and like, I'm going to survive on the scraps of others. Mm-hmm. You know, that is not integrity. Exactly. And it's not honor and no. it's not honest. Um, and you're a liar, which isn't cool. Ooh, we touched them all. All right. So I told you this is going to be a little bit of drama. So what's the takeaway? Drama. Um, we got a lot of friends that are in small business. So mm -hmm. um, I know they hear this and I know that they are um, going through at times the same thing. Yes. And from the gym, let me, let me paint some real bad funky pictures. We know people whose gyms were divided while they were on vacation and, uh, Trainer one went one direction. Trainer two went in the other direction. They both started up new gyms and they took half of the clientele each. Yep. Then the owner comes back from vacation and the gym's empty and dead. Yes. All right. We've known um, nutritional coaches that have been gutted by bad press and bad karma. We've seen businesses with bad artificial wraps get labeled and, and beat to hell. We've mm -hmm. seen um, our business coaching partners, um, people going up and flaming them on Better Business Bureau because they can't follow instructions and they can't do the directions. And exactly. This is where the consumer itself, the internet is giving the loudmouth consumer mm -hmm. that has no honor, has no integrity, mm -hmm. doesn't understand the blood, sweat, and tears that, that um, entrepreneurs do. Right. And they go out and they wield it like a child with a sword mm -hmm. with its foot on the gas running down in a, a semi-tractor. You know, that, that's the visualization because it's important that you express your falsehoods and try to crush somebody yeah. that's actually trying to make the world a better place. Yep. I think they're the people that I have the hardest time with. It's just instead of it's the it you said it, it's the trolls and it's the scabs and people coming in to try to <laughs> Or trolls with <laughs> trolls, scabs. Or trolls with scabs, even worse. <laughs> um, it's those people that are coming in and their intent is to destroy someone else's business or to make sure that a, a product is no longer on the shelves because they had an experience that could have been negative or they perceived something that was never really there, but now they're shouting it off the rooftops. You know, you know I've, I've, I've spent $15 on things that didn't work. Yeah. I didn't go burn the house down. No. You know, Nor talk about it. You voice your concern and then you're just not a consumer anymore of that product. No. And I think the difference is then if somebody says, did you ever try this? We can be like, yes, and this was my experience with it. We, but it's not, we don't, we don't pursue and be like, you should do it. Don't do this. It's bad. Some of our, one of our favorite vacation spots. Um, we, we've been there so many times. It doesn't matter what anyone says about it no. because we love it so much. And it's our little hideaway. And for fun, I go up and I read some Travelocity reviews. I just want to see what's new, what's going on. And there'll be people that spend four days in paradise. Yes. And you're like, the selection of meat on the buffet was terrible. If I could give it lower than a one star, I would. Exactly. And I'm sitting there. The and I'm, meat outside of the United <laughs> States in a small island I'm, is. I'm not looking adequate. at this person. And I'm like, let me go see what else they've reviewed. Maybe this, maybe our place is really messed up on the the party meat tray. You know, maybe <laughs> you said party meat. <laughs> maybe something's My mom's gonna really love gone wrong. <laughs> and then you find out that this person 
their whole mission in life is to one star every place they go. What about like... There's a laundry list on Yelp, Travelocity, yes. Google. They would just go out and just find people to destroy. Yes. Because their little tiny life, that's their voice. What about their... St- they're stingy with their drinks because they use a small cup. <laughs> well, dude, when we go, I only got three is, ounces of liquor in that drink. They're crazy. That I could go. You know what? Let's save that for another topic. Yeah. So, if you're a consumer, think twice before you. If you want to go blast big corporations, who cares? Right. It's not going to touch them 60, anyway. Sixty-six. I think it's sixty-eight percent of the money generated by a small business goes back into the local community. Yes. Less than forty percent of corporations goes back into that community. Exactly. Which means they take it out of where you live. Yes. So if you've got a, an, an issue or a problem with a consumer or a product that's local, do them a favor and go talk to them firsthand mm-hmm. before you take to little baby book. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you go out and you start throwing your tantrum online. Exactly. If you are a uh, proprietor and you are putting together a product and you have a price tag on something, the price tag needs to equal the product you're selling. Yes. Now, this goes both ways. Don't undersell for the sake of getting business. No, 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 no. Because you're bringing in scabs. Yes. And And trolls. And trolls. So the higher end people, just think of yourself, (laughs) entrepreneur. You are a businessman. You recognize value and you recognize business. Mm -hmm. Would you go shop at the bottom rung of everywhere you went? I want not. the worst car wash. I want the worst medical. I want the worst dentist. You don't go to all the dentists and go like, do you, how, how much do you cost? No. Because I'm only looking for the cheap dentist. So you entrepreneur, if you're putting together a product, think high enough of your standards to charge for them. Yes. Because when you undercut it, all you're doing is bringing that high drama into your place. Yep. Because they will bounce on you just as quick as they bounced on the, the person before them. Exactly. All right. I said short. This is as short as it gets. <clears throat> all right. So hopefully... Hopefully we touch some uh, some thought processes or some yes some thinking centers. Exactly, it's super easy. Before you open your mouth, make sure it's not a lie, and make sure that what you say has honor and integrity. And if one of your loved ones heard what you were saying to somebody, would they still say, "Well, that's how she or he is at home," or would they be Ooh. jaw drop on the floor, like, "Hmm, so they have honor and integrity some places." Well, this is another thing too. Does the word of someone that doesn't have honor and integrity matter? doesn't mm. doesn't if you don't have honor you don't have integrity anything comes out of your mouth nobody cares about it's poop it's a pile <laughs> of stinky feces all right that's it all right y'all enjoy your day later be true thanks for listening to the beyond the dumbbell show we know you have thousands of options for content and entertainment we appreciate you spending time with us if you enjoyed our show please share our web address www.beyondthedumbbells.com and maybe drop us a review. Until next time, live beyond.